If you like to be warm when it's cold outside, and who among us does not? The natural gas furnace has proven itself for its reliability and efficiency. However, another option has become a bigger part of the winter heating conversation, and that's the electric heat pump. What are the pros and cons of each heating option? We'll talk about it on today's Beyond the Boots podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. My name is Jason Merrill, and I am your host as we talk the engineering behind furnaces and electric heat pumps. But as we always do on Beyond the Boots, we begin with our values moment. It's our opportunity to focus on Spire's values of safety, inclusion, integrity, and drive. As an example of Spire's commitment to the communities where we live and work, Spire is teaming up with Habitat for Humanity on a new home construction project in Bessemer, Alabama. A grant from Spire is going toward the construction of a new natural gas-fueled home, and volunteers from the company are assisting with the build. So to tell us more is Leonard Casey. He is Director of Field Operations in Birmingham, Alabama. Leonard, thanks for joining us. Uh, hey, I appreciate the opportunity, and thank you for, um, you know, great, creating some time for me to talk about Habitat for Humanity. Absolutely. Well, you know, just to start off, Leonard, how long have you been with Spire? So I've been with Spire for 15 years now. Um, so I started off in the field and had the opportunity to kind of work up to the position I am in today, which is the Director of Field Operations for our Southeast Region, uh, Birmingham area. Well, in your position, you know, you're also a board member of Habitat for Humanity. Uh, can you talk a bit about the project you're part of in Birmingham? Most definitely. So first of all, Habitat for Humanity of Birmingham area uh, looks for building strength and stability and self-reliance of individuals and families looking for affordable housing. Um, our opportunity with Spire is to partner with them, um, creating affordable housing uh, for the community here in Birmingham area. Um, we have had the opportunity to sponsor a home for a family where we were able to, you know, supply the material, the efforts into building and construction in a home, um, which involves, you know, landscaping, framing, and, you know, everything in between. Um, we have also committed to running services, gas line services, as well as internal fuel runs for up to 120 homes in the Hopewell Crossing Development, which is located in Bessemer, Alabama. That's fantastic, Leonard. You know, in your role as a board member and, and you're talking with the folks at Habitat, what has their reaction been? How excited are they to have Spire as part of this project? Yeah, I would say it is a, a mutual excitement. I think we're excited to partner with Habitat for Humanity as well. This is an opportunity for us to uh, put our values and behaviors into action. So we're actually able to get out there and engage with our communities. And from a, a Habitat for Humanity um, standpoint, I think they're happy to partner with a company that has shared values as well, because I believe that, you know, if we come together, you know, our, our impact to our community will be felt um, more impactful um, to our communities. And we could serve in a more efficient and effective way. Well, that's great. And the home you're building, um, there's a family who's going to be getting the home at the, the end of this. You know, for you personally, how rewarding is this work? Yeah, it definitely is rewarding. I, I've had the opportunity to do a lot of 
cool things here at Spire, but I can tell you by far uh, the most rewarding thing that I've ever done at this company is being able to put a smile on a family's face. Uh, knowing that we were a, a small part of creating a foundation that they can build a legacy and create empowerment for um, is definitely rewarding because we know that reward keeps giving. Um, you know, that empowerment that that family now has um, impacts their family, um, our community, and, you know, and together, you know, we all get better from that. Well, Leonard, uh, thank you for uh, sharing our, our values moment today. And thanks for being with us on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you. When that new Habitat home is complete in Birmingham, a natural gas furnace will keep that family warm each winter. And if 2022 stats are any indication, it will be one of close to 4 million furnaces installed this year. Well, with discussion out there about making a choice between a furnace or an electric heat pump, we wanted to take some time on the podcast to examine each option and discuss the pros and cons. To help us is Cliff Garrett. Cliff is manager of residential sales working out of St. Louis, Missouri. Cliff, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Happy to be here to talk about interesting things about heat pumps and furnaces. Well, to start off, Cliff, tell us a little about yourself. What's your role at Spire and how long have you been here? Yeah, sure. So I've been here roughly about coming up on 26 years this summer and I've uh, been in many different roles. Currently, as you said, I'm, I'm in the residential sales area, Missouri, but I started off in what's called utilization engineering. So I came out as an engineer out of school and basically it was more of a sales engineering, technical assistance type of area. There was six, uh, six people in there. And we helped out uh, business development, sales, marketing, um, really any area that needed technical assistance. Um, we did a lot of rate analysis, energy audits. We dealt a lot with customers, pipe sizing. We looked at equipment. Um, we did comparisons from one equipment to another to help customers out and internally, and just a variety of things associated with any technical assistance that the company needed. So that's kind of where I, where I started with. So you're an engineer by trade. You studied that in school, and you have a background in energy efficiency as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. I uh, was an engineer, mechanical engineer. So, so obviously by education, learned a lot about, you know, whether it be heat transfer and ther thermodynamics and all that fun stuff. Uh, but when I came here, we were able to apply it some to, to actually, you know, the equipment and, and, and energy efficiency and worked a lot uh, you know, in the energy efficiency area to provide customers input on how they can make their buildings uh, and pick their equipment out to, to better, you know, bring their energy efficiency to their buildings and, and make sure they reduce some of their costs. So got some background on that here. With your background in energy efficiency, we really wanted to connect with you to give more background on furnaces versus electric heat pumps and the pros and cons. So to start off, how do each of them operate? So basically the furnace, um, you know, is, is a pretty basic piece of equipment that that has a, you know, that uses air and natural gas for combustion um, through a burner that then that air is then used to uh, the combustion products are used through a heat exchanger to then basically tra uh, transfer that heat from that combustion over to the air. And then a fan uh, air handler provides 
air from the inside, um, runs it through cross that heat exchanger and provides heat to the home or business uh, probably at about 120 to 130 degrees. So that's that's basically in a nutshell kind of what what a furnace does. There's not a not a whole heck of a lot to it. All right. And in contrast, electric heat pumps. I'm going to focus on the air source. There are ground source heat pumps and other types of heat pumps, but a majority of the ones that go in 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 your homes and small businesses are air source. The ground source does take, you know, is a little more efficient because it takes uh, temperatures from the ground, which are more stable throughout the year, but they also cost, can cost two to three times as much. So more will go with an air source heat pump. And basically what a heat pump, an air source heat pump does it's kind of a misleading term. It, it actually doesn't per se direct heat anything. What it does is it heat, it transfers heat from one place to another. So a heat pump really is an air conditioner with it being able to run in reverse so that it can, it can an air conditioner takes heat from the inside and moves it out. The other side of the heat pump pulls heat from the outside and it can do it even at temperatures, you know, 30, 40, even down to 20 degrees, there is still heat in the outside air. It may be not as effective as doing it, but it still it pulls as much heat as it can out of the outside air and brings it inside and kind of reverses the process. So that's kind of how a heat pump works. It moves, it moves heat from one place to another. Now, we've seen some news headlines that discuss efficiency around furnaces versus electric heat pumps. Is it tough to compare the two from an apples to apples comparison? It is, um, and for a variety of different reasons and for a variety of different uh, areas of the country, it can be extremely difficult. Um, I think you probably heard or seen quoted sometimes where a heat pump says that they're like 300% efficient. So that what they don't tell you is that really only happens under ideal situations um, for inside and outside. A high majority of the time, um, it can't operate at 300% efficient. It's well below that. As you get into colder climates, you get into colder temperatures, the effectiveness of that heat pump of transferring or pulling heat out of the outside air becomes less and less. So it's, it's whereas a natural gas furnace, if you look in the comparison, if it's a 95% furnace, for the most part, there's a little bit of variables because you can have a variable fan speed that can adjust some of the efficiencies. But for the most part, a 95% furnace is a 95% furnace, and you have that efficiency, whether it's zero degrees outside or 60 degrees outside or what you have the thermostat, it's always at that efficiency. So it's easy to to determine the efficiency of a natural gas furnace. It's not so much for, for a heat pump now that the natural gas furnace may run longer under certain conditions when it's colder out, but the efficiency stays the same. Whereas a a heat pump, as it gets colder out, especially in colder climates, that efficiency goes lower and lower. Um, you know, and if you take into account site versus source, which I think we're going to talk about here in a little bit as well, you know, the efficiencies are, are even you know are are even better when you look at for natural gas because the majority of our you know of our energy when from electric in this country and in Missouri you know comes from generating it through natural gas and coal. There are some voices you hear that say, well, electric heat pumps are going to reduce emissions. Piggybacking off what you were just talking about, that's a key point around so many discussions around residential use of natural gas. Depending on where you live, shifting over to an electric heat pump may not really reduce emissions, right? I wish 
Uh, you know, it was magic that came from that electric meter at, at 100% efficient. But in reality, uh, you know, natural gas is, is, is coming into those homes. You know, if you've got 100, 100 units that you, uh, you, know, you, you take out of the ground, you know, 92 of them are making it to your door um, at the home or business. Whereas, you know, most areas of the country, and, and especially in Missouri and some of our other areas, you know, it's mostly generation from coal and natural gas. So when that happens, when it arrives at that electric meter, it's more like 38% efficient. So, yeah, I guess when you look at it from an aspect, if it was under ideal conditions that run at 300%, it might compare favorably or at least get close to a natural gas. But since that doesn't happen very often, um, more often than not, it takes more energy overall from the source um, to, to produce that heat for that home for that year for almost all of the year especially in colder climates uh than it does for that you know natural gas furnace so it definitely has some advantages there and from an emission standpoint um overall that that in most areas that natural gas furnace is going to have the advantage now while colder climates may not be as friendly to electric heat pumps another news headline is that market share for heat pumps is rising are there any caveats to that statement? Yeah, I mean, and that's that's not very, you know, surprising to me. Um, heat pump technology in general has improved for the reliability and, and things like that and effectiveness. When you incorporate, you know, some level of that, even though it's, uh, you know, not going to be quite as effective, I think, as natural gas furnaces, between that and, and, and where population is is growing to the southern states and the homes and the businesses that are going in as compared to the northern states, and also really the incentives um, that are being put on energy efficiency. So there's less people putting in electric resistance in some of these areas and more heat pumps, and they're being incentivized. And then you add codes and standards and regulations that are put in place in some areas. It basically, you know, is, is going to force you or at least lean towards the heat pumps. And so I would expect that that market share has grown and will continue to grow once again, especially when you look in the southern area of the United States. Well, while that market share may be growing, as you were explaining how an electric heat pump works and doubles as an air conditioner, it's doing that year-round duty. Is there any concern about their durability? Yeah, definitely. As I stated, things have improved in heat pumps over the last 10 to 20 years. Um, they've improved some of the technology and things to, to make them last longer. I'm seeing 12 to 15 years is your norm life expectancy of a of a heat pump. And, and you know, the furnace is, is more like in that 20-year range. A lot of variables in there, but for the most part, those are how things average. And like you said, you know, it's doing double duty. As I explained how a heat pump works, um, the compressor, the um, the, the other components of the of the heat pump are doing duties in the in the summer and in the winter and so just the life of it isn't just going to be as long just because it's putting more hours and and more miles on it um, during its lifetime so it's naturally not going to to last quite as long as what a what a furnace will and then there is also some some higher maintenance re- revolving around it too because of that well the other piece of it you know going back riffing off of maintenance is just overall cost. So as we record this in March of 2023, many have seen higher natural gas bills due to higher natural gas costs. But even with those higher costs, it's important to share some data from the Energy Information Administration. So each October, they publish a winter outlook on costs. 
And what made a lot of headlines uh, this October, this past October, were previews that natural gas to heat homes would increase. But, you know, what didn't make the headlines as much was they also said the same for electricity. They projected the average household would spend $931 to heat their homes this past winter heating season with natural gas, but the number for electricity was $1,359. Now, you know, just doing a quick math there, it's a little more than $400 higher to heat your home. So in other words, a furnace is still pretty affordable in the whole scheme of things, right? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, when you when you purchase a home, you know, you're not there for one season or one winter or one year, right? You're purchasing that equipment um, for that home, and and I think natural gas by far has has the advantage in, in the history of of the cost perspective, even even against the heat pump. And we'll talk about some things that you can do to even have further cost savings on a furnace. But those all those all things add up to to having a furnace as an advantage. Or has it been some high cost lately for natural gas? Of course, but remember when we talked about electric generation and that them using a majority of natural gas and coal they have to they have to put those costs in electric cost as well so some of it's a timing aspect but overall um definitely a, a natural gas furnace not including all the benefits you're going to have with the warmer air and other options for the life of that product and lasting longer you're going to benefit off that natural gas furnace more than you are uh, overall cost for the for the uh, heat pump well, you just gave a preview a second ago, but regardless of how you're heating your home, there are solid energy efficiency steps we can all take to lower our costs. So what are your top pieces of advice? Yeah, and this this truly what to me set apart a furnace versus a heat pump um, because of the way it operates and some of the energy cost savings that that you can get from these. But one is, 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 you know, most of us now, if not a majority of the folks now have some version of either a smart thermostat or a programmable thermostat, which is great, right? The only problem is if we have a heat pump, heat pumps really don't operate with setback that, that well. When, when it's 90 degrees coming out of that, that register, the ideal situation for a heat pump is just to stay at the same temperature all the time. That way the backup doesn't have to come back on and really reduce the efficiency of that heat pump and, and really take the efficiency that we talked about earlier completely out. So so heat pumps don't work well with setbacks. They're not made that way. They're made to operate on a, on a constant temperature, and that's how they work best. Natural gas furnaces, on, on the other hand, do very well with setbacks. Um, if you go to work and you want to move it back to, you know, you have it set to move back to 60 or 58 or whatever you do, and, you know, a half hour before you get back from work, you want that thing to come back up to 68, 70 or whatever temperature you want. That furnace is going to have no problem um, getting that temperature up. And then during that time frame, I think most estimates are there's about a, probably a one to three uh, percent per degree that you set back during the time frame that you can that you can save. So most when you look at cost comparisons for heat pumps versus versus natural gas that's one area that that hardly ever is put in the equation but natural gas has a significant advantage um so that's kind of one area i wanted to focus on the other one is you know we all got areas of the house or in the basement that we don't always use or bedrooms you know we don't always use 
you know, I don't know if anybody else has done this, but sometimes I'll, you know, just close the register in there and close the doors. Like there's no need to add further heat into that room um, if I don't need to. Once again, a natural gas furnace isn't going to have any problems with that. Um, it'll help, you know, reduce some of the costs, not dramatically, not as much as your setbacks, but it did ha- can have an effect on it. Whereas if you do that with a, a heat pump, um, it really does, does, does make things more drafty because when you start shutting off registers and things, when it's 90 degrees and you're pushing more air through, that just means there's more velocity coming through that 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 register. And all that means is when your body temperature's higher than the temperature coming out of that register, it's just going to feel more drafty and more drafty, and, and heat pumps really just don't work that way. So those two areas especially, I think natural gas furnaces have an advantage, and people can save money, and those types of things are, are hardly ever put into the equation when you figure out a, a cost uh you know, comparison from a natural gas furnace to a, to a heat pump. Well, Cliff, this has been uh, quite an education. I really appreciate your time today and giving us a 101 on furnaces and heat pumps. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been fun to talk about. It's something that, uh, you know, that I've, that I've, you know, dipped into a lot through my time here and happy to talk about it. And, and hopefully it helped out some people on here that listen. All right. Well, thanks, Cliff. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for pressing play and listening. Until next time, stay safe, and we'll be back soon with a new edition of Beyond the Boots.